Thank you for checking out Real Talk Personal Finance. Shit's about to get real. Cashflow King with you today. And today on the Get Your Money Right segment, we're going to be talking about expense tracking. That's right. We're going to talk about an expense tracker because budgets are bullshit. All right. So what I'm going to talk about today and the action item for the week, I want you, and I'm going to try to link this in the show notes, I want you to go to the website vertex42.com, V-E-R-T-E-X-42.com. There's a whole bunch of spreadsheets slash Google Sheets that are listed here, right? You can find a template for pretty much anything, and I believe most, if not all of them, are free. I have no affiliation with this website, but it is one that I've been using for years, and I know a lot of other people that like it. I'm going to try to link specifically to the expense tracker that we use, actually, which is the personal budget spreadsheet. And according to Vertex 42, it's their most popular template that's downloaded. We don't do your traditional budget, okay? And there's a couple different reasons for that. The main one being the fact that I think budgets are bullshit and boring. But what I really wanna know is where is our money going? And seeing that we have variable income in all aspects. So for example, whether it's in my profession as a financial advisor and certified financial planner, there's a million different ways that we get paid. No two paychecks are the same. Whether it's from rentals, sometimes you're going to have a couple of months that are exactly the same, but usually there's going to be repair on one property one month, and then you might have a few months that go by with nothing. And you have a repair on another property. Maybe you have a turnover on another one. So that income, if you will, that, that cash flow, although we don't use it for consumption purposes, it's all reinvested at the moment, that is also going to be variable. Pretty much all income sources, unless you're on a fixed salary, which many of you might be, and that's totally fine, but a lot of those sources are going to be variable to some extent. So we do things a little bit differently than a lot of people do, right? We like to keep a fairly large buffer in our checking account. We have our automations that are set up and I'm not trying to make this all about us, but I'm trying to breathe some life into this and make it not so fucking boring because who the hell wants to talk about a personal budget spreadsheet, right? But we call it the expense tracker. But anyway, we set things up in such a way that we're not necessarily budgeting, but we absolutely do track things like expenses so that we can calculate things like savings rate. We can monitor different categories where money is going and those sorts of things. I'm never going to be like, oh, I am $5 over budget, so I can't get a fucking Starbucks. No, that's bullshit, right? Absolutely not. As long as you have the big things taken care of. And I take that back. For some people, if you're just getting started and just starting out, maybe you need to cut expenses down to the bone, and that's where a lot of us start, and that's fine. But eventually, you're going to get to the point where you take care of the bigger things, right? Food, like bigger item food, housing, transportation, those are typically the big three, and then everything else sort of falls into place. So I don't really care if I spend an extra few dollars one month or another on a fucking cup of coffee or going out to eat or whatever. I just want to know where that money's going. And I want to be able to see the pattern. I want to be able to see the trends. I want to be able to look back like I did this year and say, holy shit, we spent $10,000 on on our, on our two dogs, right? Um, and they're worth every penny. But I would have had no clue had we not been tracking expenses. And that's everything from vet bills to food to grooming to boarding to, you know, toys, gifts, you name it, right? So I, this allows you to sort of customize, and this is exactly what we've done. We've downloaded this, and we have it as a Google Sheet. And I'm, not, I'm usually a big fan of the Microsoft product, so I like 
Microsoft Excel and Microsoft Word and whatever. And I'm not as big of a fan as some of the Google-based products, although I'm trying to get better with that. But for this particular instance, we have it on saved as a Google Sheet so that I have it on my phone. My wife has it on her phone. We also have it on our laptop at home so that no matter where we are, we can log in in real time and make updates. Now, my wife <clears throat> likes to do what she calls batch processing, where she'll just save up a whole bunch of receipts and then one day she'll sit down and she'll just bang them out and put them in there. I, on the other hand, like to do what's called, in my mind, real-time processing, which means if I go pump gas and put gas in my car, as soon as I'm done and I hang it up and I get the receipt and I walk back around and I sit back in, I take 30 seconds to flip open my phone, click on the Google Sheets icon and type in how much I just spent on gas, right? So you can do it however you wanna do it, but we found that that works really well for us. You can have multiple users that are using the same sheet. If you use Google Sheets, you don't necessarily have to wait until you get home and then sit down on the laptop and put it in Excel. I'm sure there's an app for Excel if you wanted to do that on your phone, maybe it works the same way, but we've just been using Google Sheets for the past couple of years now and it seems to work really well. So you can customize this however you want. There's a section at the top for income, and then there's several sections or categories below that for different types of expenses. So we view this as an expense tracker. Now, if you, everybody budgets differently, again, because we have variable income, we don't do it the traditional way. But if you need to do that and you want to say, hey, this is what my fixed salary is and this is what my fixed rent or mortgage payment is and you want to put in all your fixed expenses there and then try to set a budget that way, you can. But I use this more just as a temperature gauge to see, hey, you know, how are things going? How is our spending trending? What are we spending a lot of money on? And then are there things that we need to maybe tweak going forward? Or are we spending too much in a particular category or not that we may or may not want to be spending money in? So again, Vertex, V-E-R-T-E-X, 42.com. There's a personal, it's called a personal budget spreadsheet. We just look at it as an expense tracker. I've added a few things at the bottom of ours to calculate things like savings rate and net amount saved and a couple other different things that aren't part of that default spreadsheet. But that's the beauty of it. You can download it for free and then you can customize it however you see fit. So I don't think, I mean, you, you're welcome to customize it, but if nothing else, I want you to download this or whatever budgeting slash cash flow slash cash flow template slash expense tracker, whatever you want to call it, and begin to track your expenses. We're having this episode come out early in the year on purpose because, again, everybody's trying to get their finances in order, right? Everyone's trying to get their money right. Okay, well, this is something that we can do, and we can start with a clean, fresh slate. You don't have to go back six months. You can start right now in January of 2024 and begin to track your expenses. Maybe you've already spent some money over the past you know, little while here so far in 2024, and that's fine. Go back and put those items in and try to track your expenses for the entire year if you can, but if nothing else, try to do it for three to six months and you'll really start to see some patterns develop because if you just do it for a month or you just do it for two months, there's going to be some seasonality to this. There's going to be some big lump sum items to this that their expenses will spike in certain months, right? And some people will intentionally smooth it out. So for example, let's say you're going to buy your auto insurance, okay? You have a vehicle and you're purchasing your auto insurance. Maybe you pay every single month because that makes it easier for your budget or your cash flow. Okay, fine. Maybe you want to save a little bit of money and pay it once a year or once every six months or whatever, depending on the state that you live in, however they do that. And so you'll have a spike in a given month, and that might cover six to 12 months of insurance. 
Well, if that spike comes later in the year and you're only tracking expenses for the first couple of months, you're not necessarily going to know or see that. And you might come up with some totals that are a little bit out of whack. That's another reason why I like this particular sheet because you can see the entire year mapped out on one page. So you can see that month to month. And actually, the way that we do it in some of our categories is we know there are certain things that are going to come into place at certain times in the year. So for example, my term life insurance policy is paid in a certain month. Hers is paid in a different month. We pay it all up front for the year. Why? Because it's a little bit cheaper that way, right? You don't have to, we don't, we're not going to get into this today, but you don't have to deal with what's called the modal factor and paying a little bit more because you're paying monthly, similar to the car insurance concept. You, generally, if you pay it all up front, it's going to be a little bit cheaper. If you spread it out month over month because of time value of money, they're going to charge you a little bit more. Similar concept, really the same concept. So I like having that mapped out and you can look at that. And we actually put that label in the category. So for example, if we're looking under a certain expense category and we have life insurance in parentheses, I will put cash flow king, you know, whatever, November and cash flow queen will be, you know, whatever her month is. I think it's May or June, something like that. So you will be able to know that those are coming up and, and see that. But you can also see the blended numbers as the year goes on. It calculates the totals. It calculates the averages and so on. It's a really useful sheet from what we found. Whatever works for you. If you want to do a pen and paper and literally write them down, that's fine. I don't think it's going to be as efficient because it's not going to be as easily, you know, categorize. You're not going to have a bunch of different cells as you can calculate totals and averages and stuff like that. Or I should say that the, the template calculates for you just based on your entries. But anyway, the action item is track your expenses. However you want to track your expenses, absolutely track them. And you will be amazed at where your money is going and what you're spending money on. In fact, one of the things that we did at the end of 2023 coming into 2024 is we had a category, there was a line item on there, I believe we labeled it junk. And it was everything from convenience store to fast food to booze to coffee. And we kind of developed a pretty bad mid-afternoon coffee habit on occasion, where we would go out in the middle of the afternoon if I was working from home that day or something, and we would go grab a couple of coffees. Well, we made this new rule, and, and this is kind of beyond the scope of today's podcast, but basically every time we do that, we actually have to invest the same amount of money into our brokerage account. So if we go out and spend 10 or 15 or whatever bucks on coffee, we got to throw an extra 10 or 15 bucks in the brokerage account. But in addition to that, and the reason I bring this up in today's episode is we actually, instead of just having junk with a bunch of categories on one row, we stripped it out. And now on the 2024 sheet, we have its own category for coffee. Again, it's not because, oh, you know, whatever. It's just like, let's just take a look at how much we're actually spending just on that one component. And we might want to rethink that. Not because we can't afford it or anything like that. It's just like, that's just stupid. You know, we have K-cups here. We can make, a, we can make some, uh, some coffee at home or something. So anyway, however you want to do it, you want to get a sense of what your expenses are. It's not going to be perfect the first time. You'll want to evaluate this as time goes on. And usually, you know, towards the end of the year and throughout the year, I'll be thinking of different things. I'll make some mental notes. And then towards the end of the year, we'll go through and clean it up. Hey, we didn't use anything in this category. Let's take out this row. Hey, we grouped all this shit together. And, you know, it, it's a little bit unclear where that's going. Let's strip it out and put them on, you know, on their own cells, for example. And you can be as detailed or not as you want with this. But I would, I would say that the number one thing that most people that have any sort of financial success are doing are tracking their expenses to some extent. 
And the reality is, and I see this all the time, especially when we get into financial planning and retirement planning, people that just have no concept of what their expenses are. They might know how much money's in their 401k, they might know how much money they make, but they have no clue what they're spending every month. It amazes me. So this is one thing that you can do that will put you light years ahead of most other people is simply tracking your expenses. All right. It's probably, you're probably going to miss something. It's probably not going to be perfect. You're probably going to download this and your first thought is going to be, fuck, look at all these freaking rows and categories. You know what? Clean it up, delete them. All right. If you want to make it super simple, make it super simple. Just put a couple categories and, you know, just start with something. Okay. It doesn't have to be super, super granular, but you'll probably find that the more you do this and the longer you do this, the more detailed you're going to want to get with it. And you'll actually kind of get into it and you'd be like, all right, cool. Like, it's really nice to be able to go. I know we have a cell for gas and it's super, I pull it up on my phone. Boom. I put it in and it's done. I know exactly where it is instead of having to be like, oh, well now I got to go, you know, dig in all these different categories that are grouped together and figure out where that fits in. No, it has its own line, right? So set it up however you want to set it up. But I think that's a good starting point. Vertex42.com personal budget, um, template or spreadsheet. You can get it on Excel or my preference is, Google Sheets now because we can do what we mentioned before, have it on your phone, and multiple people can be um, accessing it and, and getting in there at the same time. So that is your action item of the week should you choose to accept it. I know it's not fun. I know it's not sexy. Quite frankly, it probably fucking sucks for a lot of you. Uh, I know when we first started doing it, nobody likes to do it. Nobody likes to do it. But once you start, it's sort of a habit. It's like getting up and brushing your teeth in the morning or before you go to bed in the evening. It's once you start doing that, you don't even really think about it. Every time I go to the gas, I don't even think about it. I just sit down, I have my receipt, boom, I put it in there, it's done, right? Go out to dinner, okay, sign the check, whatever, boom, it's done. Real-time processing. So, and if you're more of a batch person, like my wife, you want a batch process, fine. Save your receipts and sit down every Saturday morning or whatever you want to do and put them in once a week if you want to, that's fine. But just make sure you stay on top of it, and you will be very surprised at the different categories that you're spending money on. And, uh, you know, you can decide what you want to do from there. So I think it'll be very helpful for everybody, really, to take some action and do that. If you are already tracking your spending or you already have a budget, that's great. Tell somebody else in your life about what you're doing, how you're doing it, ask them how they're doing it, and maybe just compare notes. And if nothing else... Check out the Vertex 42 website, download the spreadsheet and see, hey, is this any cleaner than what I have or do I like what I'm doing? And maybe you like what you're doing. Awesome. Keep doing it. At least you're doing it because very few people are these days, I feel like. So again, I know it's it's not sexy, but it's, uh, it's something that we all got to do. So if you want to get your money right, hopefully last week you listened to the first show on this, you set up your high yield savings account. You started your transfers every month of at least a dollar. Okay, great. We got that going. It's somewhat automated, right? And now we are going to start tracking our expenses. That's going to be step number two on the Get Your Money Right segment. So thanks for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys.